When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sean and Joe, another episode, ready to go. They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between. Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show. I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight. They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate, listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate. It's the horror show. Hello everybody and welcome to The Horror Show, a show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Oh my god, so me and Joe were just talking about the uh, the live show and the aftermath of it and uh, <laughs> how we're old as fucking balls. <laughs> <laughs> Can't, I was saying to Sean, that's like the most low-level... Of partying you could possibly do, <laughs> just just drinking uh, while talking into a phone, um, and still my body just can't hang like I used to. Dude, it's crazy, and, and I mean, we 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 come from a small town where there are people like in their forties and fifties who still fucking party. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's weekly, fucking weekly high beer pong, <laughs> weekly beer pong tournaments. It's fucking alarming. <laughs> like they, they, they can do this. Um, holy shit. Um, but yeah, um, we were just saying too, because uh, it seemed a little bit chaotic there at the end. Especially, I feel like I feel like once we get a little drunk in our heads, I think it, even during it, I was just like, oh my god, like what is happening right now? Like, are we doing? <laughs> like, is this just madness? Um, and after the show, you said people were reaching out to you, right? Yeah. People, people were saying how much fun they had, uh, which, and, and my old, my reaction is always like, I don't know if you're fucking with me or not. Cause it just seemed like a fucking drunken mess. But yeah. I think, I think people for some reason liked it. They it's weird. loved I, it. I got the same I, messages. Like I was up to like three answering messages being like, Oh my God, thank you so much. It was so much fun. And I was like, what the fuck? fuck yeah dude i'd be curious like i i don't know like if we if people would just enjoy like the because because at the end we were just having people hop on the calls like would would people people like that like the entire time because i i don't know the people like that we talked about a movie because it took us three and a half hours to talk about a movie that lasts 80 minutes (laughs) (laughs) and has the most minimal Plot and action of all time. Uh, I, one, one. I, I distinctly remember one um, patron. I think. I think it was uh, our buddy Katie hopped on like late. It was like two and a half hours, and she's like, "Wait, you're just starting to talk about the movie now." <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Uh, yeah, and that was the case. That was the case. We uh, we fuck around on there, uh, it, it, dude. It was so much fun. Uh, it, I had I had so much fucking fun. Um, what was I gonna say though? Uh, uh, oh yeah, the so you know what I dug about the end was so what we did 
um, for those of you not on the, the the majority of you that weren't on the the live stream, uh, we we did the show, um, which is very chaotic, like the live shows where we kind of just it's it's the show, but way more off topic, just talking about um, stuff, right? Whatever, whatever pops up, whatever pops up, and uh, even worse than the normal. <laughs> show i guess and uh but at the end we we started bringing out we sent out the invite code to to hop on the show and we brought on uh uh fans of the show and and to people me people from all all over the globe we globe. had australia on finland. finland on like yeah it's fucking crazy it was insane it was so neat and uh but it was it was cool because it, it reminded me of you know if we were at a live show whenever we did the live show the show ends and then we just hang out and talk with these people, right? So it was almost it. the exact same thing. It, it was almost like a meet and greet in a way. Exactly. Except I Love hung it. up on them. Yeah. <laughs> to the end, with Paul and uh, Devin just constantly coming back in, doing the same thing they were doing five minutes ago. <laughs> I, I want to give Devin so much credit. He just waited in the green the green room, like there's a virtual green room, essentially. He just waited in that the entire time. I was laughing so hard the whole time because we would be taking fan after fan after fan, and I'd still see him still sitting there after his initial appearance. <laughs> and I was like, please, I didn't want him to hang up because I wanted to do... Like a bit where I just kept bringing him on in between, in between. Oh, dude, and you did, and he he nailed that that part. He was, he was playing the role perfect, dude. It was dead. I I messaged him after, and because he was like, I, I want to say he was like kind of apologizing, but like he was like, I, I hope I was like okay, I didn't like mess it up. And I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, I needed you to do that. Like I was praying we were on the same wavelength to do this this yeah. bit of constantly bringing him on to piss Paul off. <laughs> Um, but oh man, it was great. And it was really neat, um, to me to watch Paul joins us now. Paul's basically a Patreon bonus. Like if you want, if you want to see Paul or hear Paul, he only does bonus episodes and our live shows pretty much. And Paul is not somebody who drinks, and for whatever reason, whenever we bring him on, no matter what time it is, he's always pissed drunk. Like he's anticipating it. Just anticipating, like, ruining everything and just <laughs> getting drunk. And again, he's not somebody that drinks. <laughs> it's very odd. <laughs> it was it was odd. But I did – I loved um, the fact that he was there and able to interact with fans because yeah. when, we do, when we've done the live shows, he's he's never been there. And he's just such a fan favorite. And to see him waving to people and thanking people, <laughs> like, blew my mind. It is silly because it's, like, not his show, but in a way it is. In a way it is Paul's show. Yeah, no, I'm with you. <laughs> it's crazy. So that was, like, really wild to see was him being like, all right, thank you, and, like, waving. To he was being way nicer to him than we were. <laughs> <laughs> when I jokingly hung up on that girl uh, for for having, like, a crazy last name, he was like, that was so rude, Sean. That was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> he got so Typical mad. Typical Typical Paul, yeah, but then, but then, like the next second, he'll follow it up by insulting somebody, for <laughs> not knowing the most obscure fact ever. Oh my god, he did a. He, we did get a Paul uh, trivia contest between him and Devin, and Paul just started riddling uh, off names <laughs> in memoriam to Devin. He got fucking murdered, <laughs> murdered in that showdown. 
And then Paul did his like thing that we talk about constantly of him being like, oh no, I've never heard of these. And then just started listing off Japanese films. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, it was a great show, man. I had a ton of fun. Uh, join us for the next one next month, January. I don't even want to think about it. I might get sick to my stomach. Uh, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> My poor body. <laughs> Next month. Uh, Yo, people stayed on. Like, fucking Dave A. and, and uh, our friend from Finland. It was like 7 in the morning that Yo, they stayed on. To they started at like. Dave's kids were waking up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nightmare. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> wait, I got to. Kenda. Kenda was the, is the gal from uh, Finland. And thank her for joining. Uh, and thanks everyone internationally for joining because it was crazy times. Um, yeah. But Finland, she joined. It was 4 a.m. when we started. Yeah. So she woke up. It was up. a four-hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's insanity. But, I mean, I guess I've done it, too. I, I did it for, like, New Japan Wrestling before it had so much. I, I don't even know because sure. I'm out of the scene yeah. now. But. You know, yeah, I, I did that with you, too. Yeah, we go to Buzz's house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot you came to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was so much fun. And, like, you know, if you love something, like, I, you know, I, I guess she'll do it. But 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. is is tough. <laughs> yeah, for, and for us, like, for, that's, you know, <laughs> that's fucking crazy. I'll and she you. hadn't even seen the movie. It's very humbling. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just joining us. Yeah. Fucking oh, great. It was awesome. Um, So that was really neat. I, I'm, I was really pumped about that. Um. Today, though, uh, we are, oh, and by the way, patreon.com slash I hate horror. Uh, you can join us there for the $15 tier. You can, uh, get access to these live shows. And this live show is, uh, replaying. Uh, the link is on there. You can watch at any time through Patreon. And, uh, uh, yeah, so, so do that. And we'll do another one in January. Uh, I'll announce the date soon and we'll do the same thing with like digital ticketing and stuff. And uh, I wanted to thank Jasmine Stoner too. Um, for putting up the funds for, uh, six tickets, uh, that we give away on Instagram. So make sure you follow us on Instagram at I hate horror too, because that's pretty much the only way we do social media and we, we don't even do it that well. So, um, <laughs> join us there though, because at least that's where I'll make the announcements and stuff. Um, yeah, I predicted. So, so I'm in this, this cold ass, I, I know I mentioned it. People are probably like, it's, Oh yeah. Quit whining, but I'm in this cold ass sunroom, which is, very far away from the rest of the house. Uh, you can, I, I've, I've sound tested it. You can 1000% not hear a fucking single thing that's going on in here from any other part of the house. Really? And, uh, and I walked in, you know, what, what time we ended? 1.30 a.m. our time? Yeah. And the first thing I see my dad today is like, eh, pretty late night last night, huh? I'm like, there's no fucking way that you, you heard any, you heard any part of it or that you heard me come in. It's like, uh, I fucking knew you were out there, though. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't well, that matter. Was your Even choice. if you came in yeah. at eleven, he would have said that. Yeah, well, he's gonna say it tonight too. We'll go back to back nights out there. Just go to fucking bed. Don't don't worry about it. You can't hear anything. So tonight, Joe, we are doing end of days. Yes, nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine. Um, what do you think, man? Uh... Uh, <laughs> it was two hours and it what it did, did not need to be two hours. Uh, it did not. I, I kind of liked it. I, I, so let me backtrack on that already. <laughs> I, 
I could have liked it. Like, I could have liked it a lot more. But, like, it had a... It's actually an interesting story, and it had a lot of things that worked well. Um, I think if... Honestly, I think if somebody remade it, like, it it would probably be... It could be a very decent movie. Yeah, it's, it's a really... It's a really neat thing, and I think they could have emphasized different things a little bit more. Um... Like the mob mentality kind of thing that was happening towards the end that, that that's like not fully explained, but just like, it, I, I don't know. It was a really cool idea. Um, was Arnold the best choice for it? I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, pro- probably not. I mean, I mean, maybe it would have worked better too if he was in his prime. Like he is, this was his first movie since Eraser, right? Yeah. Cause he had, he had a heart surgery after a racer in 96 and this was his comeback. So. Yeah, this, yeah, it was. And, uh, he hyped this up by going to WWE, WWE, <laughs> he was E at the time. Yeah. Um, going on WWE TV and, uh, fucking backhanding Triple H. <laughs> 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 fucking amazing. Um, I don't know. Like I, I really don't have anything. I don't think I have really anything like super bad to say about it. it it's, kind of just well done and there's good actors there, I, in it there is there is. so gabriel byrne who's also I, I think he's in the movie stigmata which is very similar very um, similar that's crazy that he's in that i believe that's him but he's in the usual suspects reunited with uh another usual suspects alum kevin pollack in this yep. but he's he's honestly really good gabriel byrne in this movie yeah he is he is and I, <laughs> oh I, sorry I, the only thing i can like nitpick is like there are like we'll get to it, but there are some lines like who the fuck wrote this? Like they should to be backhanded. I'll I'll just say it now. I'll just say it now because our show's been a mess, anyways. Dude, Satan. So so spoiler alert. What you'll find out in like the first five minutes of the movie, Satan takes uh, a banker's body, and that's Gabriel Byrne. Um. So so Satan is the protagonist or the antagonist of this whole movie, and at one point. He bumps into a skater who's wearing a shirt that's like that's like Satan's cool or like Satan rules or something like that. Yeah. And and this is the fucking Dark Lord himself. And he just goes, "Cool shirt, dude." <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? And the skater's like, "Fuck off." Which like, you know, if you're the devil, you're probably like, "Right on, man. That's the right attitude to have." Like, you're one of yeah. my you're one of my disciples. We don't say like please and thank you. And instead, the devil's like. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Makes a bus hit him. <laughs> and then his one-liner after that is, again, cool shirt, dude. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? This is an Arnold movie. The fucking punch's got to be way better than that. Like, you can't just say the same thing fucking twice. <laughs> uh, you know what else cracked me up is that, so, so this movie is obviously very, like, biblical, right? Yeah. And, and they have uh, very, like... Arnold's name is Jericho Kane, you know, Jericho and, so and Kane from yeah. Kane and Abel. It's silly, but it's, you know, it's their characters in the Bible. Right. Uh, yeah. Udo cares, whatever his name, Paul, you can jump on me for that. <laughs> Udo's uh, character is Dr. Abel. And there's uh, the crazy priest, his name's Thomas Aquinas. And then there's, then there's Kevin Pollock, whose name's Bobby Chicago. Dude, that <laughs> you couldn't. The Bible's like the longest story of all time. You could you couldn't just put together two more names. <laughs> Dude, I was gonna say the exact same thing. I was hoping you didn't see his name in the movie. Dude, Bobby Chicago. <laughs> like not even a good movie name, let alone Agreed. on theme. <laughs> Agreed. 
It's like it's like why stop there? Like what's I don't get the significance of, of not giving him a biblical name when everybody else has one. Bobby Chicago. Oh Bobby Chicago. <laughs> oh my god, it's amazing. He's the one other uh, thing the Hannibal of the crew. Yes. <laughs> One other thing I wanted to highlight is that this is 99. Uh, The transformation at the end, which we'll go into more detail about. Not bad, dude. It's not, dude. It's not bad for 99. It's crazy. It's actually, it's actually way better. Cause um, I have a list of movies from 99. Um, But I I forget when was spawn made. I don't think that was 97, 97, 98. I mean, similar things, but the the CGI in Spawn was just so fucking bad. Like it was it was really bad. And I remember even at the time I was like, oh yikes. <laughs> well, dude, do you remember? Do you remember the Scorpion King or oh the Mummy God. Two? That was insane. The, the fucking PlayStation CGI, <laughs> dude. That was so fucking bad. Like that came out after that? this. Like, <laughs> wait, that came out. Oh my God, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, because I think the first Mummy came out in 99, so I'm pretty sure Scorpion King was like 2002 or something. Oh my god, that's fucking nuts, dude. That's fucking nuts. I mean, Wonder Woman has shittier CGI. There are shittier effects. (laughs) It's true. Uh, This movie was directed by Peter Hyams. Uh, He uh, directed Time Cop in 94, Sudden Death in 95, The Relic in 97, and then End of Days in 99, and then really didn't do much after that. And I... And they say this was like critically panned, which I mean, I guess, I guess it makes sense. I just, I don't, I just don't think it's that bad. Like, it's a fucking action movie, you know? So that, that's the thing. Like, I've always, I was, I was under the impression because I heard terrible reviews about it. And I was under yeah, the same. impression it was just going to be a shit show. And it's like, what? It's not that bad, especially for movies in like the late nineties and like. This guy, as you just mentioned, directed Time Cop and Sudden Impact. Like, why is this any different than any of that? No, and that, and I, I seem like it seems like he got buried after this one. You know, yeah. it was just it's just like, why the fuck is that? Um, by the way, I mean, even uh, Arnold like insulted him. He was like, James Cameron recommended him. He was like, not the right person for the job. Like, he did fucking fine, Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and I was about to defend Arnold too because, uh, you know. He he is the butt of jokes, and he's been the butt of jokes since our childhood, really. And which is which is also like a, just a weird trip to think about. Like our whole childhood is built around jokes about Arnold Schwarzenegger, and not even about him, just his voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Growing up, McBain. it was like, just make Arnold say it, and like people laughed at that. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is actually really funny because <laughs> essentially you're just making fun of you know. A foreigner. It's like yes. xenophobia. Yeah. And that was that was literally what people did in stand-up and in TV shows. It was like, yeah, now just say it in an Arnold voice and it'll get a fucking laugh. And you're like, what the fuck it did? And it was fucking insane. <laughs> people saying, I'll be back. And they're like, people laughing. And it was like, what? that movie was fucking good. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, Talking like Austrians. Yeah. yeah. And, and in this movie, he, he says some things, right? That, of course, he always does, you know. His lines are sometimes ridiculous, right? But is it his fault or is it the fucking writer's fault? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the writer's fault. Because, no way Arnold's coming up with that. Right. Because, like, 
the way he, the, it's not his delivery. It's not his fault that he has to say like, Gadam! like <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Um, or that he like narrates his own movies. Do you know what I, he, that's, that's the writing. Like there, when he's looking at the Bible and he's like, 27, 27, like that's the fucking director and writing, like right. that make him look like a fucking imbecile. <laughs> Um, it's just a little silly. Uh, this movie, I, I pulled up his, uh, this movie had a hundred million dollar budget. Okay. Grossed 66 in North America. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. 145 million everywhere else. Uh, worldwide total 212. Um, we were talking about budgets the, uh, last night though for, uh, curtains. Um, and we were you guess, I mean, you were drunk, but you guess Curtin's budget was $20 million. <laughs> and I made a joke and I was like, that's more than E.T.'s budget. And you're like, that can't be true. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. I looked up E.T.'s budget after this. $10 million. Wow. wow. That's fucking nuts, right? Yeah. After I said it and after you corrected me, I was like, yeah, he's fucking right. <laughs> fucking right. E.T.'s budget was probably like $50 million. $10 million they made that fucking flick. Which I shouldn't be that surprised. It's just one fucking puppet in a shitty spaceship. Yeah. But Ballsack puppet. Yeah, and the rest is just a kid. Just a bunch of kids riding bikes around. Fucking and Reese's Pieces. That's all you needed. <laughs> uh, I have a list of um, Arnold's top grossing movies. Okay. I'm doing it by the domestic box office, though, because it's crazy. The The international box office for Arnold is bananas. Bananas. So, the first Arnold movie is Terminator 2, obviously, right? Yeah. Um, what do you think the second one would be? Um, I want to go Kindergarten Cop, but I feel like that can't be true. It is Terminator 3. Oh, okay. Wow. In both domestic and foreign which i guess makes sense right because you were everyone was like ready for that yeah everyone came out way later yeah everyone wanted to see it but i mean even terminator 2 beats that by like 50 million dollars so it's it it was like below terminator 2 is just everything else then foreign foreign film terminator genesis is next (laughs) which yes dude foreign Genesis United States made 89 million foreign 342 million dollars. Damn. It's fucking wild. Um, anyway, so after that is true lies, total recall, um, Dr. Doolittle too, but we won't include that because he just like is the voice of a wolf. Um, twins, (laughs) (laughs) Batman and Robin, eraser, Kindergarten Cop. Now, this one is crazy. Terminator Genesis. The Expendables 2, which I don't know if that should count. And End of Days. Everything else is below that. Predator, Last Action Hero, um, Conan, Running Man, Original Terminator. Original Terminator is way low. Wow. Junior below Recall. That. Uh Total Recall is... Where is Total Recall? I don't even see it on here. That's bullshit. Oh wait, no. Total Recall was is the the fourth one. Nineteen ninety. Oh, okay. It's it's in the fourth place, just under True Lies. Okay, good. That makes me feel better. <laughs> but like that that is an 
that is an odd that is an odd lineup, man. That is <laughs> that kind of fucking blows my mind. <laughs> fucking twins. But having this movie up there, why is it considered such a bomb? Uh, right, exactly. I mean, I guess it's just different for different periods. I, I don't know. It's not that Maybe bad. They were just, it's not. Maybe they're just banking on this being like a huge comeback because he, yeah. was, he was gone. I mean, that's probably years. what it was, right? They were like, where's his drawing power? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, which well, that's that's fucking on them, dude. Yeah, well, they did sink a ton of money. If it, it costs a hundred million, but but that's on them for you know hiring somebody who was huge a decade and a half ago, and then hadn't been in a film for the last five years. Right, and, and I was also going to say they probably sunk even more money into like the fucking soundtrack and doing all this weird shit, right? <laughs> that like. They didn't need to do that. The soundtrack is like beyond extra. It, 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 it's so weird. And none of that. Well, there's like, I think there's maybe two songs from the soundtrack in the movie, but that soundtrack is definitely like music inspired by. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Do we want to get into this movie finally? Yes. Do it. All right. Let's, let's do it. Uh, so this movie starts with the same the, the, dude. Why were the credits in every horror movie from like ninety eight <laughs> to two thousand four the same font? Yeah. It it's was true. so weird, dude. It's I, such I, a, a distinct generic late nineties uh, like feel to all these movies. It's just like this weird jaggedy ass font, I, I, dude. It's so fucking bizarre it, and i literally just saw it the other day i think it was oh maybe it was black christmas's beginning <laughs> and i was like this fucking font again it is a, a very like they all use the same font that whoever fucking created that is a fucking genius um yeah, just, speaking of black christmas i just want to highlight uh from the live show last night that you and i were going in on carrie elway's uh for <laughs> For deciding to use a British accent, and then everyone revealed to us that he that he is in fact British, <laughs> born in London. <laughs> That's just his real voice. <laughs> uh, that shit cracked me up. That can't be his real voice, though. I mean, that honestly, I've heard many, many British people speak, and that sounds like somebody. That doesn't speak. That sounds like somebody trying to do a British accent. I think. I think you're right. I think he has like a weird. I think he has like a weird hybrid accent. If I were to guess, because he came over here at like age eight or nine, right? And your voice just changes yeah. when you go somewhere. Like I'm sorry, it just does. Unless you spend your whole life in that other country, um, right? It, it just changes. So I think he's kind of got probably like a hybrid accent. That, that's a little bit like twinges of the British accent, but what he was doing in that fucking movie, <laughs> the fucking Black Christmas movie, was was not his voice. It, it couldn't have been. You could like almost see it in his face that he was like agreed summoning. Agreed. <laughs> and I forgot that you looked it up, and I forgot that you said that that's a fact, right? That he came over here at age eight. Yeah, yeah. I forget the then exact I, age, but he was a child. He was he was then born. I. Everybody that was giving a shit can go fuck themselves because that's honestly bullshit. Because there's no way he kept that dialogue, that dialect, for the the next fucking four decades. Like he's doing a British accent, and he speaks does not speak like that. Uh, 
Yeah, he was born in 62, and he came over in... Dude, I was drunk and I found this, and I can't find this right now. Ellie's parents divorced when he was four years old. Oh, no. Wait. In 1975, he was 13. And then in 81... No, so he was... He was 19 when he came to the United States. Okay. Well, then... I misread that. Maybe... Maybe I take it back. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I don't know, man. Whatever. End of days. <laughs> end of days. Um, end of days. End of days. Uh, I'm, I also have a list of all these movies that came out in 99. What a fucking mess. Like, Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Late on, man. Because late 90s were terrible. They were. And this came out in November 99. Um, okay. Here's what it was like going up against, which to me is like, why were people crying about this? Uh Actually, I'll go from October. I'll just, I'll start from October. Um, and say things that we, Three Kings, starring George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg, and Ice Cube. Ice Cube, yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Superstar, starring Molly Shannon. <laughs> Molly Shannon classic. Don't look under the bed. I don't know what that is. Fight, Fight Club was on. That was good. Um, don't look under the bed, the Disney movie? Oh, maybe that's what that is. Yeah, because oh, it came out in October. Uh, no, it's, I guess they just listed every fucking movie that I've got. <laughs> All right. Bats. Bats came out in 99. <laughs> okay. Uh, House on Haunted Hill remake. Okay. The Bone Collector. Light It Up. Which one was that? Uh, was that a this dance movie? Yeah. Right, yeah. It's Usher. It's Usher. It's Usher. <laughs> Saw it in theaters. <laughs> uh, Let's see what else we got. Sleepy Hollow, which I've actually never seen. It, 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 I don't give a fuck about it. I don't know. Have you it's ever very, seen it? Uh, yes, it's very Tim Burton-esque. Yeah. End of Days. Um, I'm skipping, like, the good ones, obviously. But I just... Because, like, I'm comparing it to, like, similar similar things. Like, Toy Story 2 came out, right? Like, I'm not going to be like... Bleh, 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 bleh. Like, stop it. Yeah. Um, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. <laughs> The Green Mile. Um, Bicentennial Man. Dude, is that when Robin Williams is a fucking yeah, yeah. robot? It is. <laughs> fucking terrible. Uh, Any Given Sunday. Uh, Galaxy Quest. I love Galaxy Quest. Uh, a good one. Uh, the Talented Mr. Ripley. I don't know what that is. Uh, and Matt Damon's in there. Right? And that, that's, that's really it from like October to December. Um, so, I mean, they're like, I would, I would put a lot of the stir echoes. Oh, stigmata did come sure. out that year. Wow. So he has two very similar movies the same year. Dude, September and November. And it definitely is him. He's listed here. Well, all right. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Fucking knew the, uh, the religious themed horror was going to take off. I guess so. I fucking guess so. Oh man, they were going head to head with Dudley Do Right starring Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. <laughs> How did Brendan That's Fraser cool. land all those weird like um, Universal cartoons? Yeah, because he was George of the Jungle too, right? Yeah, he was. Why did they let him be all of them? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they really put their money on Brendan Fraser. Oh, it's fucking wild. Uh, the Sixth Sense came out in '99. Inspector Gadget, starring Brendan uh, Fraser. Matthew, Broder- Matthew Broderick. 
Lake Placid, the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, this seems like, you know, it would fill the void because people just want to see, like, stupid action movies, right? Like, yeah, that's, it, it seemed like it was really lacking that. And I just feel like... If, if anything, like, I feel like people would have gone into this expecting, a, like, a mindless action movie and then coming out pleasantly surprised. Exactly. Exactly. And maybe, honestly, maybe the Blair Witch, like, fucked it up. Uh, that could be it just uh, a whole a whole new change in things. Yeah, it just kind of shifted that because that definitely changed shit. All right, let's talk about this fucking movie though. Um, we open up in the Vatican City. Okay, nineteen seventy nine. Nineteen seventy nine. This this <laughs> scene with the Pope that plays out like a scene from the fucking Godfather. And this <laughs> this theme continues throughout the movie, and I I was all in on the Catholic mob that that was going on in this, and like the factured, the splintered groups of the Catholic Dude, the mob, in, the infighting, <laughs> the, Dude, the, the five families. The Godfather I, comparison is brilliant because that's that's what happens. They it's like the, the families feuding with each other. It was it was amazing, and I was I honestly was captivated by that. I I loved that. I thought that was the most, like, I, I wanted to see more of that. Um, and the guy that plays the Pope is the guy that plays, ah, oh, fuck. I don't know the character's name. Uh, I want to say his name is, like, Hector from Breaking Bad. The guy with the bell. Oh, yeah. The, uh, what's it, Hector Alonzo? Yeah. Uh, but he, he He's the guy in uh, East Ventura, the landlord. Yeah, and he's just dinging the bell, and he 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 is he is the Godfather. He's the Pope. He's the Godfather, and people come to him, and like a gang of fucking cardinals comes up to him, and is like, <laughs> like, hey, Father, we gotta find this child. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. And then the Pope is also like, all right, everyone, go find her. They're like, she's gonna be born tonight, and he's like, all right, go find her. Send everyone across the world to go look for. Her. How would the fuck are you find a baby? <laughs> oh man! And and this girl, this daughter, this girl will be uh, bring on the end of days. We find out. <clears throat> yes. Also, I looked up three hundred and eighty-five kids, eighty-five thousand children are born a day across the <laughs> world. So, uh, <laughs> good good fucking luck. <laughs> well, lo and behold, it they find her, dude. Okay, what's more impossible that? Well, I mean, she's basically delivered to the church. The church never finds her. But <laughs> but somehow Arnold finds her in my favorite deduction of all time, if any movie ever, deducing uh, Christ in York. <laughs> to Christine York. <laughs> to Christine York by fucking Arnold, who's like, no, it's not Christ in York. It's It must be something like uh, Christine York. Fucking Bobby Chicago is like, hey man, I think you might be onto something. They fucking look it up and they find her immediately. (laughs) Wait, isn't that isn't Christ in isn't Christ in York like tattooed on that fucking idiot's body? Yes, yes. which 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 isn't every other thing tattooed on that person's body in in old Latin (laughs) except for except for Christ in New York? And he's a priest. You would never be like if it said. if it said Christ on him, you would be like, okay, it's got to be about Christ. <laughs> but for some reason, Arnold's the only one that's like, that's fucking ridiculous. 
Catholic priest. Of course he has fucking... If a priest had a tattoo of anything but Christ on it, I'd be shocked. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's my favorite fucking scene in the movie. All right. You know when that guy like said that my lips smack or whatever? Yeah. So I heard it in one episode one day. And it was a day I ate like shit. I ate like really salty fucking food. So I, I ended up looking up because I was like, maybe it's something I'm doing wrong with like the microphone. Maybe it's too close or something. Um, and they were like, no, you're fucking dehydrated. <laughs> I was like, oh, that fucking makes sense. And I had eaten like shit that day when I was like editing it and could hear it. So um, I'm super dehydrated today thanks to that live show. So I just want to make sure I've got some water handy so I... Don't offend the guy who's upset about my fucking lip smacking. <laughs> he did give us a five-star review. He did. And I'm just kidding. Because honestly, like, <laughs> I'd, I I would be pissed if I started picking up on somebody's lip smacking in the fucking show. Dude, the fucking... The, I think about it often, about uh, the one... The three the three month span where we listened to... Uh, uh, what the fuck is her show? Oh, Drink Champs. And the episode where Benzino comes on and just eats chips into the microphone like, the entire time. That's like, my, that's like my favorite podcasting moment ever. Just literally literally leaning into the mic, chewing on potato chips. That Noriega filled a bowl just for Benzino. I, did, I honestly think about it like once a week. And then I also think about that time Benzino took a picture of himself in, in his underwear and he clearly stuffed it because, like, his dick imprint went around to his ass. And he was like, uh, don't, he was, his caption was like, uh, don't, don't be too hard on me, ladies. I'm a grower, not a shark. Like, I'm busy. You know, this is the biggest fucking thing I ever did. Like, <laughs> give me a fucking break. On fucking steroids. Like, <laughs> that thing shriveled up. Stop it. What an uh, asshole. I fucking hate Benzino. Um, <laughs> So the nurse, uh, the, 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 we see a baby being born. The nurse, uh, takes that baby to the fucking basement where there's a group of, uh, freaky, freaky nurses and doctors. Yes. They reveal the baby has a little, uh, I, I, I thought was the Omega symbol. Um, but later on a priest is like, that's the sign of the devil, which I'm not entirely sure is accurate. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> <laughs> whatever uh they end up killing a snake and rubbing blood there's a few scenes in this movie that that made me a little bit uncomfortable and one of them is pouring the snake blood all over this living baby and then and then putting a little blood of it in the her fucking mouth right it was a really uncomfortable scene i agree it was, it was, it was it's I effective mean, i was not expecting Something like that right off the bat. It was fucking wild. I, I really like that scene. It, I really, I mean, I liked it and I really did not like it at all. It was really <laughs> fucking alarming because that baby was alive. That was a living child. Right. Jesus Christ. And their parents are probably standing over there like. <laughs> You're right. She's going to be a star. The- <laughs> <laughs> Just cutting open a snake and smearing its blood all over your face. God, what have I done? <laughs> oh, man. We cut to 20 years later, New York City. Um, and, you know, it's, they make sure you know it's New York City because we immediately see, you know, hardworking Joes, blue-collar guys working at the sewers. And they're like, <laughs> hey, Bobby, guys. come here. Something weird's going on over here. <laughs> I wonder if... I wonder if in, like, other parts of 
America or the world, it, it it's fascinating to see New Yorkers because I feel like they just overdo it so much just to show you it's New York. And we're, we're from that area. We're two miles away. Most people in our state behave like New Yorkers, quite frankly. Right. right. Um, so to us, it's nothing. But, but I wonder if like even in the Midwest, they're like, oh, wow, like, is that what New York's like? You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, it just seems odd that these movies, whenever it's like New York, and then it's just immediately some guy's like, "Hey, Bobby!" Like, no it is fuck. not an over exaggeration. Like, it seems like an over exaggeration, but it's not whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and the weird thing that's going on over there that he's uh, he wanted Bobby to come take a look at was a giant fucking earthquake and fires erupting out of the manholes. <laughs> that. <laughs> That, it just gets like briefly mentioned that it, the movie takes place in like real time for the time it was being made. Yep. Where like Y two Y two K was a very real you know, yep. scare. Nobody knew what was going to happen. People mm-hmm. were very concerned that the world was going to end come New Year's Day. Uh, so if those characters started seeing fire shooting out of manholes, like just go into a bunker. Just everyone would be alerted. And the entire country would be shut down. Yeah, and I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think. And this is this starts on December twenty eighth. Uh, so I don't think people would be really like. Maybe we should do New Year's. Oh, maybe they would have. I don't know. This is pre nine eleven. It's crazy. And it, that is different, true. different fucking world. They're probably just like it's fine. The <laughs> sewers are just that is, fine. <laughs> that is honestly <laughs> that's a great point. It's just another day in New York. <laughs> It's fine. We'll just. I saw it like three times already that week. Yeah. Oh, they must be clearing out the rats again, Bobby. Yeah. It's fine. Also, an invisible fire demon like flies out of the fucking sewer. Um. No one really explains why he the the the. Well, I guess it's explained. I don't know. It just seems kind of odd that the devils. Oh, I guess it's just okay. Never mind. I take it all back. Well, here's my thing. Why? Maybe maybe there's a legitimate answer for this. Like maybe it's like explained in the Bible or something. But like Satan's this supernatural powerful being, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. Why does he always need to take the body of some fucking blowhard? Like why can't, why can't he just be here? Like well, why can't he just show up and like do things? So you know what I, I, mean? I I think so. I to me, I, I mean, in a lot of movies, it's fucking ridiculous, right? But to me, in, in end of days, I think it makes. Um, I think it. I, I kind of liked it because I felt like he was in this one. He had to have sex with this girl. He had to impregnate her um, an hour before New Year's, which that's the more ridiculous part of it. Insane, <laughs> <laughs> operating on Eastern Standard Time. Which Arnold makes that joke, and I was like, that's fucking good. That's fucking good, because, like, that shit bothers me in movies, where they're like, you have two hours. Like, okay, that's fucking weird. Like, the devil operates on human time. Like, yeah. <laughs> fucking bizarre. Um, time is a fucking construct. Um, so... Yeah, so in this one, it, I guess it makes sense, right? You need the human form, probably, to have sex with a human lady. I don't, I don't know. But do you? I, I mean, I guess not. Because he just goes into their bodies. <laughs> yeah. Just fucking hold it. Like, you know what I mean? It's not, like, like the devil's going to like court you and wait for consent. Like, what are, you, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, speaking of entering bodies, he does enter the body of this fucking investment banker taking a piss 
um, who then walks out of the bathroom and you know he's the devil because now he's all confident. <laughs> <laughs> another another classic devil trope. Devils, as you'll why do they do that all the time? Because the devil's a disgusting freak in, in everything. And whenever he takes his true form, he's just a fucking smelly beast. <laughs> but whenever he's in human form, the person is always just like, look at me, I'm the shit now. I'm the sexiest piece of ass you'll ever see. <laughs> um, this devil proceeds to walk up to a table where a man and women, man and woman are uh, eating dinner and Pulls out the lady's boob, which made me laugh out loud when I saw it. That was the silliest thing. He just grabs her boob and pulls it out of her fucking dress and starts making out with her. And the husband's like, what the fuck? (laughs) The devil just stares him down. (laughs) He does what he wants. But he does put her breast back in the dress before he leaves. (laughs) Very, very, very thoughtful. (laughs) And then he explodes the restaurant and fucking kills all of them. Which, why does he do that? Why does he do that? And it seems very odd because he's constantly trying to dispatch Arnold in this movie and never once just explodes (laughs) Arnold. (laughs) That that was my next comment because he dispatches this entire restaurant, which has nothing to, these people have nothing to do with what the devil's goal in this movie is. And the entire time he's just like pleading with Arnold, being like, I'm, I'm going to give you three chances. Dude, they have a negotiation meeting at one point where he's like, they, they do. what do you want, Arnold? <laughs> and, then, and then, and then Arnold, you know, doesn't take it and they, they meet up again. He's like, I, I gave you that chance, buddy. Like, you, you had that, you blew your shot. Like, just fucking kill him. Like, you just blew. You, you're the fucking devil. Why are you doing this? And it's it's also alarming because the devil in this one is very um, uh, cold-hearted. I mean, there's devils where that could kind of make sense, where he's not just killing everyone, right? But in this one, he he's like constant. Every dead body he walks by in this movie, he's constantly like, oh, sucks for you, idiot. And then just like walks away. Like he has no compassion at all in, in this movie, except for um, Arnold. Yeah, why? why? I don't know. I guess, you know, it's, a, it's a typical horror show. Like, the movie's enjoyable when you watch it, but when, when you think about it, like, these writers should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> they should, but, I mean, it works when you're mindlessly watching it. You're like, eh, the fucking devil, you know. <laughs> um, We meet Arnold now, finally, for the first time, Um. And we meet Arnold when he's about to fucking kill himself. Kill himself. <laughs> Holy shit. That is until fucking old Bobby Chicago, Kevin Pollock, <laughs> shows up and uh, acts like uh, Ar- Arnold's fine. And is just like, hey, buddy, time for work. <laughs> I've never seen somebody in a worse state. <laughs> Dude, he's in, a, he's, in a, he's in a dark room by himself and has a loaded weapon out. <laughs> Under his even fucking if you chin. Even if you didn't see him with it under the chin, you'd be like, what's going on, man? <laughs> no lights on. You look like shit. The fucking five o'clock shadow you have. And you have a gun out in the open. Like, unholstered. What the fuck? Uh, instead, Bobby Chicago's like, Tom for work, buddy. Let's go. Opening the, opening the windows and we watch Arnold make this disgusting smoothie. Which is, uh, it's fucking gross. Uh, but... It was weird because when I searched, um, I was just looking up end of day stuff on like YouTube and stuff. And, uh, 
There was a bunch of people that uploaded that smoothie scene and was like, best fucking scene ever. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? It wasn't that funny of a scene. It's so weird. Arnold's line, I forget what he says, but he's like, breakfast of champions. or Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. (laughs) Oh, man. Um. Of all the Arnold accents, I don't, by the way, I don't think I can do one. So anyone that was hoping for that, you're, you're going to get like a bunch of half-assed uh, impressions. Uh, my favorite Arnold impression though is from that, uh, oh fuck, now I can't think of the name of the band. What was the band that did Arnold, um, Austrian Death Machine? Austrian Death Machine. Those Arnold impressions were, are my favorite. They're so bad and just over the top. <laughs> <laughs> just like, play the fucking song. <laughs> Oh, I love Austrian Death Machine. Um, yeah, they do a gr- they do they do a great Megadeth cover of uh, "Killing Is My Business." Yes, and it, it is his voice, his accent is so over the top in that. It's so ridiculous. Uh, Arnold is working for a private security group. Um, it's like an elite security group. They defend um, not great people, and I guess maybe sometimes some great people, and. You know, their role's kind of unexplained. They kind of just serve the purpose of, like, I don't even know. Um, I, I don't know. I guess it just gives Arnold access to weapons and stuff yeah, do, later in the There's like private detectives, except they fucking, they're mercenaries. They're, it's and, yeah, very and, bizarre. Exactly. And they also have like more technology than the Secret Service and FBI. And it's, it's fucking alarming. Arnold just types in a fucking license plate. And it, like, shows where the car is in New York City later in the movie. Um, so they're they're protecting the investment baker. He's protecting the devil in this scene. Yes. Uh, he doesn't know it, though. And there's an assassin, uh, would-be assassin. Arnold protects the banker, though, and uh, gets shot himself. Which, quite frankly, is a great setup for this plot. Like, Yeah. He's he's assigned to protect a banker who doesn't know is possessed by the devil. Who could could have the whole plan could have been thwarted by you know defender of the faith Thomas Aquinas. Yeah. So it's like it's honestly that that part is pretty damn cool. Yeah, it, it is. It is. Um, what cracked me up about this scene though is Arnold's laying there and fucking Kevin, Kevin Pollock runs up to him and is like, "Buddy, are you alive?" And then, which by the way, Arnold's unconscious because he's talking to him and his eyes are closed. Right. He's like not breathing. And then all that happens is Kevin Pollock lifts off his shirt and sees that he has a bulletproof vest on, which by the way, you can still be very hurt by that. Like oh. all your ribs can be fractured. Yeah, he probably is unconscious. And Kevin Pollock's just like, hey, get up, you fucking pussy. And then Arnold's <laughs> like, ah, ah, ah. And Arnold, yeah, Arnold just gets up and is like, Sky 2, get the fuck down here now. <laughs> um, they're chasing a shooter on the roof with a helicopter in Manhattan. This seems extremely ill-advised. Uh, <laughs> it just seems really crazy. He's like, chase him. And they're chasing him with a fucking helicopter. And they're chasing an 80-year-old priest, by the way. <laughs> No tongue. <laughs> which, which, uh, okay. So I'm glad you said that because Arnold has a full conversation with this man. And then after the conversation, we realize he cut out his own tongue. Yeah. So how is he talking? It's like, it's like all of the, uh, Arnold has a power. Like the girl. <laughs> is that true? Yeah, I think so. 
he, sees, he wasn't actually talking? No. He sees visions like the girl does. Wait, and so in the scene in the scene where he chases him down and he confronts the guy, yeah. the guy wasn't actually talking? N- no. Okay. I mean, I guess. I, I don't know. Like, they look at an apple and there's bodies crawling all over it. Well, yeah. I, <laughs> and they're both like, I saw that. And, and so I think they have some type of, like, but, like, they don't ever really explain that either. Because, like, the whole movie is like... They're like, Arnold, you're not a fucking believer, you piece of shit. Arnold doesn't believe that the devil's real, even after seeing bodies crawling all over his head. <laughs> He's still like, the devil's a fairy tale. <laughs> Cut the shit, priest. <laughs> uh, um... Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think that's what I think. It's so funny because he he gets he does like spoiler alert. He does get his faith back, but it's at, at like the last possible moment where you're like Arnold, are you fucking kidding me? Like you, you just saw the devil take his full form, and then finally you're like, eh, maybe maybe I should start believing again. No, the most that's like honestly like when I would pray on a like a, for a snow day. Like I fucking hated church. I fucking took the Lord's name in vain. I hated everything about it. But when it came to a snow day. All of a sudden, I was like, Jesus, I swear I believe in you. Like, all, like, if I'm God, I'm like, go fuck yourself. Like, this is a snow day. This is a snow day prayer. This is like, oh, yeah, now the devil's out. Now you want to be a believer? Like, of course you're a believer now. Like, doesn't help us, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> oh, man. So they're chasing him with a helicopter, um, which seemed insane. But it, it gets even more insane, which is like why I love these fucking Arnold movies, right? Arnold's like, <laughs> Arnold's like drop me down. So I'm like, that makes sense. Uh, you know, uh, he's going to take the rope down, get to the roof, and then chase the guy on foot. Nope. <laughs> they're flying. <laughs> Arnold's hanging from a rope on a helicopter, and they're flying him like, <laughs> like a claw game machine. <laughs> which... Arnold catches again. This priest is like eighty years old. Arnold catches him and drops, like loses his grip, and the guy, the guy fucking falls to his death because he's he's so high up. Which they they reaffirm or confirm uh, by showing us Arnold after the guy falls, and Arnold is like you know the top of the building. This guy falls through structures and lands on the ground and immediately just pops up and runs away. He falls through a glass awning. <laughs> <laughs> fucking like uh, uh Suspiria fucking glass scene. It was wild. And I was like, oh, he's dead. And then he got up and ran away. <laughs> oh, man. But Arnold's on foot, chases him, catches him. He's screaming about the end of the world. Arnold shoots him um, and then proceeds to steal all the evidence off <laughs> off the fucking dead priest and Kevin Pollock's even like hey uh tampering with evidence and Arnold's like well, I'll tell them later <laughs> and then the fucking cops show up <laughs> um and the cops reveal that uh you know they they talk about Arnold's drinking problem they reveal that this this woman Marge um I'll never forget her name just cuz of Arnold screaming it um and it makes me laugh so hard Marge <laughs> uh and Marge is like, hey, Arnold, uh, I know you're fucking drunk because this dude has no tongue and he did not talk to you. Right. And Arnold's like, are you accusing me of being drunk? She's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
See that that's what that's that's what threw me off. I, I really thought he talked to him, but I didn't get what. But also, doesn't this priest? Isn't she one of the ones that are or not the priest? This cop isn't she one of the ones that's turned at the end? She is, but um, I I don't know when she was turned. I mean, she might have been turned at this point too. Um, but I didn't know if she was working for the devil or the church. Because as we'll learn shortly, there is a uh, because what we learned at the beginning was like the priest was like at the beginning when all the cardinals were there, there was a group of cardinals that were like, hey, let's kill this fucking baby. And then he can't take her. And the pope was like, fuck you, bitch. Uh, no, we're going to protect the baby because we don't kill people, first of all, which is a, a lie. Uh, the Catholic Church <laughs> killed a lot of fucking people. <laughs> Seems right up their fucking alley, quite honestly. Uh, and he's like, no, we're going to, you know, we want to protect her. And if we protect her, we don't have to kill her and we'll still not bring on the end of days. So that's like the, the splintered groups, right? One wants to kill the girl because it's just the easy way out. And then the devil can't use her as a tool. And then the other group that says that we should protect her. And if, and if the devil does get her and end of days, then like fucking so be it, you know? Right. Um, so that's the, and that's a splintered group that we'll, we'll see, we'll see soon. So I, I don't know if the point of that was, I don't know whether the cops were part of the splintered group or part of the devil, but she definitely becomes a devil after he resurrects her. Right. If people didn't watch this movie and they're listening to this, they're probably like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, would you recommend people watch this? I think so. I think so. I, think I, I would. I think I don't think it's that bad. It's, it's a fun enjoyable. movie. It's a good weekend <laughs> movie, right? Like you pop it on and you just fucking zonk out. Watch Arnold fight the I devil. Agree. I agree. <laughs> All right. Well, Arnold and Bobby uh, Chicago are now playing detective. <laughs> this is not their job. Um <laughs> And they go to the priest's place, which is, of course, like an underground mess. Uh, there's, there's tongues in jars. There's cats in fridges. Which, uh, like, priests live in rectories, you know? It's, that's, that, that's an actual thing. They don't just live in, like, underground sewers. <laughs> <laughs> the Ninja Turtles. The new Ninja Turtles. Um, yeah. And they also find a picture of a girl in a jar. And... Um, you know, uh, the cops also show up again and they kind of just verify everything that we knew already. And he was, uh, he was basically like a, uh, cleric for the Catholic church, right? Like he had visions, um, yes. but had recently went missing. Um, and, and Bobby Chicago was like, all right, next stop is to find the girl. And Arnold's like, <laughs> and, 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 and the other cops like, what girl is like, Uh, I meant the guy. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> And that's, and the other cop doesn't question anything. And I was like, uh, yeah, good with the guy. <laughs> and then, so with, and then in front of that cop who just said that, Arnold's like, there's 5 million women in New York City. How hard will it be? <laughs> like, oh God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, now we meet Christine. Christine, yes. who is, uh, Robin Tunney. yeah, she's, she's having visions. Of guys coming up to her being like, he's coming for you, Christine. He's going to fuck you, Christine. 
uh, an albino guy on the, the subway who turns into glass and is still talking. Shattered glass and is just still talking and saying right. he's going to fuck you. And her family has chalked this all up to her having a mental illness. And she has nightmares of this guy having sex with her constantly, who it turns out is the devil. Um, and claims she has visions and hears things and, and it's chalked up to mental illness. And in reality, she's just the chosen one. Yes. So there's that. Um, there's an ad for America online on a bus in this movie. And I just, <laughs> it blows my mind that that was like 1999 still, you know? Yeah. Crazy. That's fucking nuts. AOL. All right. Um, <laughs> My wife still uses an AOL email address. <laughs> How is it still functioning? <laughs> it's the only one she has. She should probably update it. Just like I'm a little, just a bit concerned that it's just going to stop working one day, and she won't have access to email. I have told I have told her that many a times. <laughs> like that honestly scares me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just that just worries me a little bit. I hope <laughs> I hope she doesn't lose everything. <laughs> I'm going to do some research after this to see if they plan on shutting it down ever. (laughs) (laughs) I guess who fucking owns it? Time Warner owns it. So I guess maybe it'll just stay up forever. I guess. Yeah. But I mean, you should still probably update. (laughs) Upgrade. (laughs) Um, uh, Okay. So Arnold um, starts using his brain. um, Cause he, you know, he's taken the shit that the priest said stuff at his house and he's, Looking through the uh, the the Bible, um, trying to find some meaning to this, like the twenty seven, the, the the whatever that was, line twenty and line seven um, in the Bible. Um, and honestly, I don't know if he even gains any information from that. <laughs> uh, I don't think he actually does. But he's like, oh, <laughs> like it was lost on me if there was information gained from that. Um, and really, why would he, that even, the rest of the movie, for the, almost the entirety of the movie, he's like, this is fucking ridiculous. He, I, I was just gonna say, he's, he's a non-believer, so why would, why would that mean anything to him? Yeah, he wouldn't even look at the fucking Bible. Right. Um, it does set up a little bit of his backstory though, cause he sees a music box, so you know, you know, there's, he's had a troubled past. Yeah, whenever you see a music box. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the telltale sign. Yeah. Uh... Christine is being cared for by a therapist at this point. Um, and it's the fucking doctor. It's, uh, what's his name? Udo Kier. Um, and now he's her therapist. <laughs> and he's prescribing her medications. Um, so you, you know, he, he's, they, it seems like they've been keeping an eye on her. And then you find out her fucking mom is a nurse. <laughs> is the nurse from the, 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 the hospital. It's her stepmom. Um, yes. Which, which is also a little weird because she's 20 and, and the scene just seems very, <laughs> very like, I, I don't know. Like, she's not a teen, like, she's not a teenager. And right. like, they have this weird conversation where she's like, Younger. I'm your stepmom. <laughs> it's fucking weird, right? I agree. Yeah. Fucking bizarre. All right. Um, Arnold goes to a priest. At a church, which again, like what, what? Anyway, oh well, I guess because of the Thomas. How do you say the last the, name? The, Thomas Aquinas, the uh, 
The would-be assassin. The would-be assassin. So I guess that makes sense. He wants to go talk to the priest. But this priest is the best because he's like, listen, I talked to the cops. I got nothing left to talk about. Then proceeds to tell him, like, shit that will change the course of human existence. <laughs> Mankind. And then it's like, dude, after he, he pretty much tells him everything, he's like, you should just go. There's, there's things you shouldn't know. Which, <laughs> like, yeah, we know. You just told him that. And then he just walks away, and Arnold literally just follows him to the other room. It's like the most, like, the secret of the dark arts is happening. And Arnold's just watching, and the, and the priest is just like, oh, man, I told you to go away. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't you make sure you weren't followed if, like, shit like that was happening? Dude, it's fucking crazy. The guy, the guy kicks Arnold out, and then Arnold... Arnold just stands there for a minute and then just walks into the door. <laughs> so it's not even like a secret door. It's the like door to the, like, you know, where the priests get changed and shit, uh, except it just leads downstairs. <laughs> and, and he walks into the most insane scene of all time. Like you would never dude. This guy is looking for answers, right? About why a priest would become an assassin or why, what's going on. Something insane's happening. And he walks into a room where there's like priests research, like a hundred priests researching and reading books while a woman is covered in blood tied to a bed. <laughs> Screaming. And the priest you just talked to is just watching her. And Arnold's like, what the fuck is going on down here? And he's like, ah, oh, Jays, will you please leave? And Arnold leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold isn't like, no. Arnold isn't like, I'm calling the police about what's happening here. He just fucking leaves. He's like, all right, you old bastard. You got me this time. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, please. You said please this time, so I'll, I'll oblige. But this seems kind of fucked up. Uh, devil's walking around New York City looking at satanic graffiti. I, I don't know. doesn't really do a whole lot. Um, and then he goes to Udo Kier's house. Uh, where his daughter is and wife are there. They're eating dinner. And does the devil have sex with both of them? <laughs> In the same yeah, devil's bed? A fucking devil's a fucking stick, man. That's unbelievable. That, I'm going to tell you something. There are some scenes in this that are outrageous. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is a fucking crazy scene. He fucks a mother and daughter in the same bed. Which, I, I agree with you. Like, scenes like this are fucking great. Like, I said at the beginning, this could be, if it was redone, like, done, like, a little bit updated, it could be fucking awesome. Because that, that's honestly diabolical. Let's <laughs> do that. This is 100% something the devil would do. Yeah, absolutely. If it, honestly, it might be, like, the best representation of the devil I've ever seen. Because that is the most <laughs> fucking heinous thing. While Udo Kier's, like, standing there, he's just like, mm. And, like, you know, like, they kind of play it off that it's a dream because Christine wakes up, right? And she was imagining that. But then we find out Christine often has these dreams of the devil having sex with her. Um, so, I, I genuinely think it did happen. And, and, like, Christine just saw it. Sure. Dude, that's fucking crazy. That's fucking nuts. It's not as nuts as what he does to Udo Kier in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy. This movie fucking rules. All right. Um, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, also, Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit is playing while he has sex <laughs> with the mother and daughter, <laughs> making it double diabolical. <laughs> well, the devil finds out where uh, Father Tom is. 
uh, the would-be assassin. And uh, he uh, he stigmatizes him to the ceiling. <laughs> he does. We crucifies him. Crucifies him. Again, pretty fucking nuts. Is it, what, what is stigmata? Is that just the holes in the hands? Yeah, stigmata is a, a phenomenon where people had the, the marks of Christ. Okay. Here. I thought there was a different word for a crucifix. Anyway, um, anyway, this scene's fucking crazy. Like, there's fucking blood everywhere. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Um, yeah. And, and when, like, Arnold looks up, like, honestly, this, again, this scene's pretty fucking awesome. Because it's, it's a massacre. It's what would happen. Like, there's so many movies would just show, like, a, a crucifixion. There's just some guy, you know, hanging from a ceiling. But right. This is a fucking gory mess. Oh, dude, <laughs> Disaster. And Arnold Arnold's reaction is 100% what somebody's reaction would be. He's just almost barfing on him. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the, the priest has all this shit carved on him and tattooed on him. And this is the Christ in York scene. And Arnold's like, maybe it's Christine in York. And, I, and honestly, that, get, say, saying that it says Christ in York is giving him too much credit. Because it, it says Christ in New York tattooed on him. Why oh, would does you, it? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it says Christ in New York. Oh, my God. Why and why and everything else was Latin and why would you eliminate the New York and just be like Christine York? <laughs> oh man! Uh, now a crazy scene, uh, and this this is where <laughs> this is where the mob element ratchets up to like a hundred. At Christine's house, she's she she also lives in like the most palatial state ever in New York City. Is there a building this large that people human beings live in? I don't think so. Fucking ridiculous. Anyway, um, she walks in, finds someone dead in her fucking bathtub, who I don't know who that was. Yeah. Um, was it the caretaker or like something? Her reaction is very strong. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait, is it Udo? And then it wasn't. I, I don't know. It, it doesn't really I mean, matter. I mean, to be fair... If you walk into your bathtub and just see a, see dead, a dead guy, man. yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess that's probably not great. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess I'd still have the same fucking reaction. But then a fucking giant army of Catholic goons comes in, and they are they are like they're the typical Arnold movie baddies, right? Like they're they are like military ex military. Huge jack dudes with fucking guns, and they storm the house. They get Christine. They pin her down. You think they're working for the? You'd assume they're working for the devil. Um, and then he starts reading her her last rites. <laughs> and and the, he's got the uh, the the Sacred Heart necklace, and, and you're just like. What the fuck is going on? And 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 then Arnold hears her screaming outside, so he runs in, and and the the, the Catholic goon is like, you "Go stop him! Like now!" And you're like, "Oh, this is fucking insane!" And he's going to kill this girl. He he's reading her last rites to to kill her <laughs> in the most insane mob fashion of all time. Um, and Arnold just fucking beats the shit out of all these guys. Uh, but they get away. Well, one of them gets away. I think the others are fucking dead. Um, but <laughs> you know, what can you do? Arnold did get his necklace though, which d- does nothing, does nothing other than he's like, why are these priests trying to kill people? 
<laughs> and rightfully so. Um, Arnold is grilling Christine about what she knows, but she's not really getting anything out of this except that they, they think the stepmom is suspicious because, because she fucking is. <laughs> she's staring out the window at them. And it's also, they also explain the whole stepmom situation where Kevin Pollock's like, yeah, uh, the mom died. And then, uh, sh- the, the f- fucking nurse married the dad. And then the dad's dead. It's like, dude, like, <laughs> sounds very fucking suspect. <laughs> um, but nothing, nothing really happens there. But Udo Kier is on the phone with the mom being like, you need to bring him to the devil. You need to bring her to the devil. And the mom's like, I can't, they're watching me, which again, like the devil to this point, it could do whatever he fucking wants. It appears. So I don't know why he doesn't just go over there. And why doesn't he just take her? <laughs> it, like, it all goes back to like, he already blew up a restaurant. Just fucking dismantle everyone around you and just go fucking end it. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And then, like, I guess, I guess that's my, my biggest problem with movies like this. It's yeah. like, I get that you, that you have to do this for story's sake. Like, how can, how can any sane human being expect that, like, the Prince of Darkness could be thwarted by Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, like, I don't care. Like, the devil doesn't care how fucking jacked this guy is. He's a fucking <laughs> devil. Why, why are we supposed to believe that this is a fair fight? And really, the only thing that you could do to prevent this is either tone down the devil where he's not able to like just kill humans like until he gets his power at midnight or whatever the fuck it is you know what i mean yeah, um yeah. like the like tenacious tenacious d might have done the devil correctly <laughs> they, they might have <laughs> like just tone him down to like this dude right he's just like a fucking angry yeah guy. that needs he needs to like collect like powers on which again then then he's fucking useless whatever right uh, or 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 you have arnold or you have the protagonist i shouldn't say arnold but in just devil movies in general have the protagonist be somehow protected by some type of yeah yeah good the, the good side right yeah correct Correct. That's the only way that this could be possibly believable. That's not happening. Some guy who, yeah, just some guy who bench presses a lot. (laughs) Go against, go against fucking Satan. Fucking, I've never seen somebody to constantly try shooting a fucking person that can't be killed more than fucking. Which which he knows. You know, honestly, maybe your first time like that. That's probably a good strategy. But then when you know, then when you realize it, literally does nothing. Like when you watch, he does it until the very end. You're watching him heal in front of you, and every time you shoot him, you're like, "Oh, th- th- that scene!" A- as much as I loved seeing Arnold collect his like me- weaponry as he does in every movie, like go to the stockpile and just be like, put on belts full of bullets. Uh, love it. But however, it made so little sense in this mo- moment, and I was like, "You know more than ever at this point that you cannot shoot him with a gun and end this." <laughs> And he's like, I'm gonna get fucking, more bullets, dude. In the fucking finale, he's still using the gun. It, it's ridiculous, it, dude. He's it's fucking insane. It's really fucking insane. Um, and even the priest told him. The priest was like, "Hey, you're not gonna be able to kill him because you're not pure of heart." And Arnold's like, "Go tell me another story." <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. Um, anyway, the devil uh, talks to Udo. Is like, "Where's the girl?" And he's like, "Yeah, she didn't want to bring her." And the devil's like, oh, okay. And then punches his head into dust. 
<laughs> b- obliterates Udo Kier's fucking head. It was amazing. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> that was like the coolest shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that, that was just because the stepmom wouldn't take her to the temple. And th- these are the moments that I do like. Like, yeah. I know we're just ripping on the devil, but like, I do like that. Like, just because you're, you know, his minion doesn't mean that he gives a shit about you. Like, right. I, I like that part about it. Because there's a lot of movies where it's just like his minions are fucking bumbling idiots and he's just like, oh, you guys. He's like, I'm stuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to go through HR to like do the paperwork to let you go. So, uh, yeah, no, this, this one gets it right. It's just like he's using you for something and if you can't do it, it you're. Just disposable. Yeah, and he he comes across two cops later in the movie and uh, dead cops, and he he makes a point to like look at one and is like mm, you're useless, and then like looks at the captain cop that was killed, and he's like I can use you, and then you know what I mean, and resurrects yeah. only her. Like he doesn't want extra bodies. Like he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> like exactly, exactly. I, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of cool. So, Udo Kier is now out of the picture. Um, Bobby Chicago is sitting in the uh, the van while Arnold's doing something. I, I don't really know what he's doing, but Bobby Bobby Chicago's sitting there watching the devil piss gasoline uh, <laughs> and sniffing the air for like five minutes, being like, "Hey, wait a minute!" <laughs> like <laughs> while the gasoline is slowly surrounding him, uh, and uh, the devil fucking. Throws a mat- lighter on it and uh, blows up Bobby Chicago. Yes, which uh, it's the end of him, right? It, it but is no, but, but, <laughs> but no, no. <laughs> <laughs> because he's still very much in the rest of the movie. Also, looks completely fine. <laughs> well, at the very least, he should have been in like you know dead form. But he's the same guy. He was. He's the very same guy, and uh, but. Bo- bo- <laughs> The explosions in this movie are massive. They are enormous, like, action movie explosions. And I was, I loved every single one of them, Joe. They were fucking huge. (laughs) They were massive. And they were not, there was probably some CGI added to it, but they were huge. You could tell what was, like, the real flames and shit. And it it was fucking amazing. I meant to ask you before, like, Stan Winston was involved in this, right? Did I see his name pop up? I think so. I think a lot of the effects were practical. Yeah. Um, and like the transformation at the end very much looked like Pumpkinhead. You know, you know it, there was something about this movie too that reminded me of action movies um, have gone the way of CGI for so much of it. And that scene where Arnold is hanging from a helicopter <laughs> swinging around, that was a fucking guy hanging from a helicopter swinging around New York City. Yeah. That's insane. That's fucking insane. And I know it was a stunt double, obviously, but that's fucking insane. And because now it would just be CGI. Uh, yeah, green screen. Yeah, it would just be green screen. And like, it kind of bummed me out, like that. That's gone because it looked, it looks wild. Like it, this movie reminded me of like the stunt shows at, um, like Universal and shit. Because <laughs> it was just massive fucking explosions and shit crashing. It was all practical, and it was really fun to watch. Yeah, agreed. Like, the Marvel action scenes now, like, all of that shit is CGI. Dude, I watched the behind the scenes on some of those, and you're like, are you, did you seriously green screen, like, a fucking house behind you? Like, a normal, like, suburban home? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking insanity. Um, it, uh, it, like, bums me out a little bit, but, 
Whatever. Um, my favorite fight scene happens right now, which is Arnold fighting a 60-year-old woman. <laughs> which, and he's getting manhandled. Like, Arnold she, is getting fucked up. <laughs> she's putting in work. <laughs> Arnold took down, like, six Catholic fucking bodyguards. Uh, and and this, this mother, this stepmother, just beats the shit out of Arnold. Um, but ultimately, Arnold wins with my favorite move in the movie, which is sh- smashing her fucking face through a glass coffee table. <laughs> There's something like so I don't know what I don't know what it's it's just watching Arnold beat up a 60 year old woman is just one of the like silliest things <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Arnold's like, let's go. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> to the girl and they escape, but the devil's there. Um, and this is their, their first interaction with the devil. And Christine, you know, is like, Oh, I recognize him. He's, he's coming to my dreams. Um, and also the devil, you know, the stepmom who has been a loyal supporter of the devil, um, the devil walks up to her and doesn't do the whole, like, uh, you did good or whatever. And it's like, you had one fucking job and you fucking suck at it. <laughs> and then fucking push, push <laughs> the fucking blade of says, glass, yeah. <laughs> push the blade of glass into her fucking neck. <laughs> oh man. He, ah, like I do, I love that element of the devil in this. It just, it doesn't add up to the rest of his behavior in the rest of the movie. Yes. Not in the rest of the movie, just when he interacts with Arnold, it's just totally different behavior. It's like, hey, come on, man. <laughs> well, they run outside and two cops show up. It's Marge, the captain and the cop. And, uh, you know, Arnold thinks they're safe. They're like, Marge. And they just start fucking unloading on Arnold. Um, Arnold's able to dodge it, though. <laughs> Jesus, Marge, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and this is when we learn uh, Marge and the, the fucking cop are turned either devil or, or Catholic. I, I don't know. We don't know. Um, but the cops definitely want the fucking girl. Right. Yes. And Arnold, Arnold's like, I'll give myself up. He walks out from behind. <laughs> he's got his heads behind, hands behind his head. He's thrown his gun on the ground. He's got his hands behind his head. He somehow pulls two fucking guns out of his skull. And fucking unloads on these two fucking cops, <laughs> killing them, and they get away. Um, and that's when the devil resurrects Marge, and he's like, "Listen, tell all of your cops, tell all your coworkers to to go find them right now." Genius move. Yep. Genius move. Um, we get some more backstory here, just about Christine's whole life. <laughs> She's got a line. I've been making love to him my whole life. Like, talking about her fucking dreams. I'm fucking disturbing. <laughs> uh, Arnold brings her to the church um, with that asshole priest again. Which, why would you do this? You, the, the last time we saw this guy, he was like, through the fucking woman. Making a satanic sacrifice. And <laughs> <laughs> not giving you any information. So, like, and Catholic people keep trying to kill you and this girl. It's, I would be, I would. I would be at every other church besides a Catholic church. I'd go to a Jewish temple. I'd go to a fucking a mosque. I'd go everywhere except a fucking Catholic church and be like, hey, do I have to do something? <laughs> like, can you guys help with this? <laughs> These fucking Catholics have gone fucking nutty. 
<laughs> Fucking keep trying to shoot people. Um, also, I love that like the whole theme of this is Ar- trying to like make Arnold find his faith again. Meanwhile, it just he's trying to be murdered <laughs> by, by Catholics. Like, that would one hundred percent not make me want to you know re- restore my faith. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> um, the the priest tries to talk to Arnold about what is happening, and quite honestly, from everything Arnold's seen to this point, um, you know, uh. Would add up, right? He's seen the yeah. on the apple. <laughs> He's seen the devil. He's uh, his cop friends have turned on him. Catholic priests are trying to murder you and a girl. Um, it would add up. It would really add up, and you'd be like, "Wow, that's fucking crazy and unbelievable." But I do have to believe it at this point. Yeah. And Arnold's reaction is, "Why don't you stop all the church talk? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what the hell is going on." <laughs> <laughs> guy just explained it in detail <laughs> oh my god uh, and then the priest realizes the girl he's with is the chosen one because she shows the tattoo and the priest is like listen you're safe here the devil like can't really do anything to a church and he can't see into a church so um, we can you know we can actually protect her because we're pure of heart and Arnold's like just fucking leave Christine <laughs> but thankfully uh, she, she does not he leaves she, her at the church safe. Yeah, and then we cut to mob, the mob boss Pope, who's drinking cappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy comes, kisses the ring. He's like, "We we found the girl." <laughs> and he's like, "We must, we must protect her." <laughs> that was my Brando. Solid. What was it? Um. Uh, remember when Brando like looked kind of normal? Uh, in the fifties. <laughs> Yeah. To the, the tail end of his life. It's 7,000 pounds. Uh, well, um, the devil confronts Arnold at his house. <laughs> and what is... We're really... The, the, the devil behavior really kicks into like a weird, <laughs> weird gear here. <laughs> because the devil is just negotiating with Arnold and is like, Hey, I can show you your family. And then he proceeds to show Arnold his family be murdered. Um, which, you know, not a great sales pitch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, this already happened. Right. So like it actually, I kind of liked, I I liked and hated the scene for for multiple reasons. First off, I liked that he was like, what caused you to lose your faith? And Arnold's like, uh, me and me and God had a disagreement. And he's like, I thought my family should live. And, uh, he thought otherwise, which is that, you know, that's honestly fair, a fair fucking point. Yep. That's, that's a huge disagreement. Uh, and that's what happened. We see the flashback. We see that they were murdered and that makes sense. That, that's actually explains all of his doubt and gives him that story arc. Yeah. But I fucking hate the scene because the devil just infiltrated this guy's apartment and we just watched the devil kill like all of his own followers who are doing things for him. This guy has been nothing but a pain in your fucking ass the entire movie. Like, why? Why are you sitting here being like, yeah, "I'm going to give you five chances to turn this thing around"? <laughs> and I'm I'm not defending this decision because it makes no sense. The only thing I came up with though, because obviously I thought the same thing, it was fucking ridiculous. The only thing I the only thing I could think was he wanted the location of the girl. Sure, 
But like well, then, this is a but, but I mean the second, fucking devil. Like exactly. The second Arnold's just like I'm not going to give it to you. Why would he just be like, okay, go, go fuck yourself. I'll just find somebody else. Like you know, yeah. you're the devil. And we just saw the mob boss Pope, you know, drinking cappuccino. He knows where that girl is. Yep. Everyone else finds out where the girl is. The devil could easily had it's other uh, resources. It's true. Uh, I love the line of the devil saying that the God is the biggest underachiever of all time and just has a good <laughs> publisher <laughs> or good like publicist. <laughs> I love that line. Um, and, and I loved cause he's, he's, he's like, listen, you know, when good shit happens, he gets all the credit and when bad shit happens, they're like, well, it's his will. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. That's fucking amazing. Um, and then I guess you're right. I mean, even still, like the devil fights Arnold in this scene. So I guess it really wasn't about <laughs> the devil tried to kill him in this scene when Arnold threw him out a fucking window. <laughs> the fucking devil. Now, here's here's the thing. Between the time the devil gets thrown out a window is to the, the knock at the door is about 10 seconds <laughs> max. This somehow gives the devil time to resurrect uh Bobby Chicago, uh, make him well again, make him a minion, and send him to Arnold's house to be like, hey, it's me, Bobby Chicago. I survived the blast. <laughs> <laughs> and Arnold shoots him to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking incredible. <laughs> um,. Some cardinals show up to kill the girl at the church. More, more, more infighting. Uh, the, the, the gang of cardinals shows up to murder the fucking girl. But Arnold shows up shooting him in the fucking hand. Um, shooting a cardinal in the hand. Um, he saves the girl. They run out. And then, oh, the, no, they didn't run out. The devil shows up to the fucking church. The church that they're like, hey, uh, the devil can't come in. The, the devil, devil comes can't in. come into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we all it does is shake the camera. <laughs> <laughs> the camera is just shaking while he's in there, and the devil's like, it hurts, but like I can take more pain than you fucking idiots can, dude. The devil proceeds to sh- fucking shove a a cross through a man's a, a cardinal's head, <laughs> stabbed with a crucifix. Fucking amazing. This scene is this this movie is fucking insane. This gives Arnold time to get away. Again, you know, I think you know the the devil's focusing on the wrong thing here because <laughs> the girl and the guy that you keep chasing are in that room. But instead, you're like, I'm just gonna kill all these fucking cardinals, these useless cardinals. Um, but they're met by a group of angry townsfolk that are literally carrying pitchforks and like pieces of fucking wood. Like, it's literally the angry mob scene from Frankenstein. It's fucking insanity. Um, and they just start beating up Arnold. Uh, and the devil's there, too. And the devil's like, nah, son. And we, this is when we find out Bobby Chicago's working for him. Um, and he drives the devil and the girl away. And they leave Arnold crucified on a fucking cross. Yes. I know we're going long on this episode, but do you remember when, um, do you remember the, or know the story of Kurt Angle um, when he first tried to get into pro wrestling and <laughs> w- went to ECW first. Cause like, no. Oh dude. Oh my God. So there's a famous moment in ECW where <laughs> Raven crucified the Sandman on a legitimate cross covered in barbed wire. <laughs> 
at a fucking event and it like obviously outraged people. Um, that night, Kurt Angle was like just deciding to get into pro wrestling and he was like going, he was visiting WWF, um, WCW and ECW. Uh, maybe, I don't know if WCW was even around at the time, but he definitely went to ECW. He's backstage, right? And Paul Heyman's trying to sell him on coming to ECW. <laughs> and there's interviews with Kurt Angle and he said he was watching the monitor and the screen goes black and then it comes up and Sandman's crucified. Oh yeah. And he has a, <laughs> he has a, a crown of barbed wire Cut around his head instead of thorns. <laughs> and Kurt Angle said, looked at Paul Heyman and went, don't ever fucking call me again <laughs> and left. <laughs> It's like my favorite fucking story. <laughs> Immediately signed with WWF. <laughs> fucking oh, that's asinine. <laughs> is it so funny showing up to your job interview and seeing that bullshit? <laughs> Fuck out of here. Like it's already ECW's already so over the top. You're probably already have like some concerns about about it. And then that shit happens, and you're like, all right, get the fuck out of here. What the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> Fucking insanity. <laughs> and I also feel like Paul Heyman didn't know about it. Like, I think Raven and Sandman just came up with it, which adds up, right? Like, it's two fucking idiots. I'm like, hey, you know what would be really great? <laughs> anyway. I'm surprised Sabu wasn't involved. Something idiotic like that. Fucking so dumb. He probably was. <laughs> Just giving them somas <laughs> while they're planning this. Uh, well, Arnold's crucified. Devil's got the girl. It's New Year's Eve. Um, we're approaching the end of this because the devil has till 11 p.m. Or no, the devil has to have it's sex between, at 11 p.m. Yeah, yeah, he has to fuck between 11 and midnight for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> which they tried they tried to explain it out like the priest they did a they actually tried to explain it out and i give them an a for effort because the priest is like oh yeah uh because arnold makes the joke like was it is it eastern standard time and, and the priest is like listen like you know that we we knew the star alignments back in the day they didn't they fucking thought the earth was the center of the universe anyway they're like, we knew the star alignment, <laughs> and we kind of planned it to be at this time on this day, and we worked backwards to develop the Gregorian calendar. That's a lot of fucking work. That's a lot of, <laughs> that's a lot of fucking work. Oh my but God. I do, I, to their, to your point, uh, it's honestly great that they explained that because that's the first thought for everybody. It really is. It's always, time. it's always like, uh, I, to me, every time I see a movie with it like this, where it's like, at the stroke of midnight, it's like, okay, what, why, why are we working on time? And does it affect it if it's on the West Coast? Like, what the fuck <laughs> are we talking about? Um, so uh, it was, it was a good effort. I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, the priest dressed up as like fucking Rocky Balboa, uh, finds, <laughs> finds Arnold. Th- this cracked me up because they had a two hour movie, right? To, to kind of do this whole New Year's Eve countdown, they specifically tell us the times on the screen and it jumps from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. in one scene. And that one scene is the priest looking up and finding Arnold hanging from a crucifix. And, <laughs> and you're like, and then it just goes 6 p.m. And then it's Arnold getting stitched up and then it jumps to 9 p.m. <laughs> and it's Arnold getting up finally and it's like, Oh, I've got to go. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the devil has the girl. All he does, is, all he needs to do, two hours, and he just, you know, get it in and fucking end of the world. Yeah. Also, why does he have to fuck in New York? He already has the girl. Like, take her, can't you just take her somewhere? That's actually a great point. I would, yeah, why wouldn't you leave everywhere? <laughs> you fucking crucified just- the guy. Anyway. Arnold's like, it's not too late. It is most definitely too late. <laughs> and then Arnold proceeds to waste time by going to his job and uh, <laughs> stealing their weapons. And the boss is like, hey, buddy, what are you doing? The cops are looking for you. <laughs> He's like, I don't have time to talk. Uh, he finds the devil's location via secret gadgets where he types in license plates. And they're like, <laughs> just shows him on a map. And Arnold's like, oh, No. I I love uh, what's his fucking name? I keep wanting to say Robert California from the fucking office. Uh, Bobby, Bobby Chicago. Bobby, Bobby Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> this scene made me laugh so hard when Bobby Chicago is like, he's the one with the gun towards Arnold's oh head. Oh my god! And the devil's like, yeah, shoot him, shoot him. And Arnold's like, I uh, know you still have good in you, but Arnold. He's fucking dead. He was resurrected by the devil. He, he doesn't have anything left in him. He's a fucking monster. <laughs> and, but 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 fun, but it fucking works. <laughs> the guy's just like, oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> You know, and that was another weird thing at the end of the movie was, like, the rules changed at the end where, like, everyone could kind of just override the devil. Like, (laughs) right? Like, Bobby doesn't shoot Arnold. No. So, like, what? (laughs) You know, like, everyone all of a sudden has, like, free will. And Yeah, it's like good good prevail, which would make sense if fucking Bobby was still alive and not resurrected by the devil. Like, like, like if Bobby was just, you know, was just turned right. like, sure. If he was possessed, sure, I can get behind that. But not in this fucking scenario. <laughs> oh, man. Christine is on the sacrificial altar. We think it's going to go down, but Arnold has infiltrated. Uh, he's got Christine. He's threatening to kill her, which, not a great look, but, I mean, I guess that's one way to get the devil away from you. Um... Bobby. Well, no, yeah, no, I, I like that because if he kills her, the devil. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But he it's it, it's a weird it's a weird um, element because like Arnold is the protector of her, right? The entire movie, and now he's like, I'm gonna fucking blow her brains out. <laughs> but it makes sense because it is just an idle threat, I think, to to get the devil to back off. Right. Um, exactly. The devil uh, sets Bobby on fire after he refuses to comply, <laughs> <laughs> and then. Uh, Arnold just shoots the devil with a thousand bullets. Dude, Arnold is so like appalled by this too. Like, you know it's the fucking you know he's fucking Satan. And Arnold's like, how could you do this? <laughs> Not Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby was dead already, Arnold. You've already mourned his loss. <laughs> oh man. And yeah, and then Arnold's like Aah! and just starts unloading bullets into the devil, which of course does nothing, and he knows that. <laughs> then he's like, I'm gonna use this rocket launcher on the devil, which you know, it also does nothing to him, but puts everyone else, including themselves, in a massive amount of danger. <laughs> Arnold and Christine run away from fire chasing them for like a whole 45 fucking seconds. <laughs> Running down tunnels with flames behind them. It was fucking the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen in my life. Oh, man. And then the other weird thing was... 
Arnold is being chased. Arnold and Christine are being chased by thousands of people, right? Like a massive mob, which was cool. But like, Arnold, this is probably when you should use your guns. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have <laughs> which, all this which, ammunition. He finally starts to do when they run, they board a subway train. Yeah. But does he shoot at them or no? He does. He does. Oh, I didn't think um, he did. Yeah, he shoots. But he only shoots like three of them, and then like one one guy because he teaches her how to like pull the trigger. Which, I mean, you don't really need to teach. But he's he's going into like such detail. <laughs> she remember she's like she's like all she does is be like, "Can I have one of those guns? Like, I'd feel safer if I had one too." He's like, "Okay, but you got to do this, 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 <laughs> and this, and this," <laughs> and she just accidentally squeezes the trigger and somehow shoots one of the fucking henchmen that's, <laughs> that's climbing on the train. <laughs> Oh my god, it's amazing. Yeah, they board a train. So they're on a train. Um and then they run over the devil, who's now in pieces. Devil's <laughs> like, like, in the middle Devil's the, it's so fucking stupid. Devil's in the middle of the tracks, and you know, he appeared in front of a tra- a moving train when he was behind the train, which shows you he can fucking travel places, right? Do whatever the fuck he wants, yeah. Yeah, and then they hit him and f- we already know that Arnold knows he can't shoot him and he can't hit him with a rocket launcher. And for some reason, they they run him over with a train and they're both like, well, that's the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a, what a great finale. Dude, they, they run to the back of the train and they look and like, well, I don't see him anymore. He must be a fucking goner. <laughs> nobody, can, nobody can withstand a train hit. <laughs> yeah, but then the fucking devil the fucking undertakers him and reaches through the floorboards and fucking grabs him. <laughs> he punches through the conductor, too. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking ridiculous. And it, yo, Arnold's still fucking shooting his hands. Like, oh! oh. <laughs> 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 idiot. <sighs> well, they separate the train cars ridiculously easily somehow. They're just like, they like pull a single pin and like fucking the train separate. Um, and the, the, we see the devil on the other train car and he's like running and he's going to jump. He, he does jump. He jumps and he's midair and Arnold shoots a fucking rocket launcher at him and it hits the devil, pushing him back into the other car, blowing it up again. The, one of the biggest explosions I've ever, ever fucking seen in an action movie. Fucking absolutely enormous. And then, Arnold, they're like, yay! And then they're like, oh no, because the, their cart's going to crash into this flaming mess. Um, and it does. And they just stand at the very end and like hold on to the stupid railings that, Joe, when the subways start in New York City and you're holding on to those railings, you still get fucking put, like thrown a little bit. <laughs> you still get fucking <laughs> thrown a little bit. This crashes into a flaming wreck and, and they're holding on to those posts. Uh, for their safety, for, the, for this, and, and they survive They're completely fine. Oh man, the devil is uh, in fucking pieces, so he reverts back to his like invisible predator form. It's eleven fifty one. Trying to find a new host. Yeah, I gotta find a new host. It's eleven fifty one. And by the way, like you know, the devil. Like, what is time to the devil? You know. At this point, it's 11.51. I think I'm going to just be like, you know what? I'll try again in 2,000 years, you know? Like, <laughs> like time's nothing to me. Like, fuck this. This is a fucking nightmare. I'll just do it when this guy's fucking long gone. Um, <laughs> it's 
They're still being chased by a mob of thousands. They hide in a church uh, again. Arnold looks at a fucking statue at the church and is like, oh my God. <laughs> and now <laughs> that's believes, when his faith is restored. Yeah. Believes in Jesus Christ and God. <laughs> the very last possible way. The guy has seen the most unbelievable shit that any human being has ever seen. Fucking Kirk Cameron is fucking coming in his pants right now. Um, <laughs> I hate Kirk Cameron. Uh, we, we see the devil's final form. A goopy winged fucking monster. Yeah. It's fucking cool. Pretty cool. Pretty fucking cool. It comes from the bowels of hell. He's ready to fuck up Arnold, but instead enters Arnold. Yep. <laughs> it's like, just end this fucking thing. <laughs> but now here's the difference, right? Arnold is somehow fighting the devil inside his own body. Right. Like, it's kind of turning him into a monster, and Arnold's like, nah. Um, But, like, ultimately, you know, the devil wins. So you're like, okay, that's that. Arnold's now the devil. Right. He gets Christine, who who also watched all of this, so Christine should have been like, you know what, I should probably run away, because yeah. the yeah. devil just entered his body. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably should not trust this guy for a while until, like, you know, midnight. Like, nine fucking minutes. Like, if... Probably five, their time. Um, just fucking run away. But she doesn't. She gets caught by Arnold. Um, who then she's just able to talk to. And it's like, I know you're good. And Arnold's like, like, like fucking shaking. And Arnold takes over. Like, Arnold, like, kicks out the devil out of his body. Yeah, he fucking impels himself. Well, yeah, that, I mean, but before he's like, run. Like, so he, like, he has enough strength to, like, override the devil in his own body. Right. Which is, like, not something we knew was an option. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and then Arnold is... Arnold... Christine runs away, and Arnold fucking jumps. The biggest jump I've ever seen onto a fucking sword. <laughs> it's a statue of a sword, right? Like a sword right. statue. And, uh... Yeah, a massive fire demon comes out of him and goes back to hell. that was easy Uh, Arnold sees a vision of his family too at the end and Christine holds his hand and says thank you and that's that that's the end of the movie yeah Yeah, um, Arnold reunited with his family honestly not terrible not terrible I mean that's a fine ending and they have an alternate ending too where Arnold is actually um, God like, um, pulls him off of the sword and, like, revives him. Which is cool. I would have been fine with that ending also, honestly. But, like, there was something about, like... I just wish... I feel like if you had a better actor for Arnold... Um, which, by the way, there was a casting thing. All, none of this cast was who they intended to be in this movie, by the way. Oh, really? Dude, it's crazy. Um... So the director was supposed to be Sam Raimi, then Guillermo del Toro. And then they were like, well, they turned it down. And then they were like, yeah, let's just get this fucking guy to do it. <laughs> oh, Tom Cruise was supposed to be fucking um, Arnold. Jericho? Oh, yeah, which I wouldn't have loved, but I don't know. I just feel like somebody with some acting chops could have... Um, I don't know. Like, if you made him feel more, like, pained... Like, they really just had two scenes where you see Arnold being heartbroken, right? Like, where he's about to kill himself at the very beginning. And 
when he has to relive the tragedy with his family. Like if you, I feel like if you painted him as like a bigger mess, you know, or, or he conveyed it a little bit better, that ending where he dies and like is reunited with his family would probably hit a little harder, like in a good way. Right. Like, yeah. Like where you'd be like, dude, I'm so glad he's fucking dead. <laughs> like, cause he was just, he was just a fucking mess without them. You know, like that would have been cool, but like, it's kind of just like this in between where you're like, Oh, all right. <laughs> I think that sucks, but like, okay. <laughs> like, um, but I, I, I dug it, man. I, I thought it was a good fucking movie. Like, I don't know. It was a good action movie, action horror movie. I agree. I would, I would honestly recommend it. it, it especially, we said that in the beginning, for late 90s horror, which was a fucking nightmare for so many years yeah. of the late 90s. It's not that bad. And it goes back to being a nightmare in the early 2000s. Yes. And, like, somehow this is in between, and everyone was like, this fucking sucks. And it's like, what? Does it? It's not, yeah. It doesn't. (laughs) I don't think it does. I don't think it does. And give me more of the fucking Catholic fucking infighting. Yes. I'm so sold on that. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, Joe, what are we doing next week? (laughs) Great question. Are we doing the wrong turns? Are we doing uh, something else? Joe, I watched the first wrong turn the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pissed me off. So many wrong turns to be made. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking six of them in the seventh is coming out this year with a fucking Wendigo. Wait, um, it's about it's about making a, an actual wrong turn, right? Like going down a wrong road. Joe. It so, fucking sucks. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't wouldn't the advent of like GPS just stop the need for these movies? Like they're not even that old. I'm 2003. <laughs> so like that's a little bit pre GPS, right? But like you still had like Google Maps at that time, right? Right. That but then the next one's 2000. First of all, why did 2007 were they like we need a second one? <laughs> <laughs> And then after that, it was like every fucking year, every year or two after that. Um, fucking ridiculous. Wrong turn two, dead end. Wrong turn three, left for dead. Wrong turn four, bloody beginnings. Wrong turn five, bloodlines. I think that's a, I think that's a, uh, uh, what the fuck, pinhead. Um, I was just going to say, let's, fuck it. Let's, uh, let's start the new year off with a bang and do all 12, uh, Hellraiser movies. <laughs> Hellraiser, yeah. Hellraiser has a Bloodlines movie. Wrong Turn 6, Last Resort. Yipes. Um, I don't know. Let's Maybe we sit on it and do something, I don't know, find, like, 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 let's actually do some research and find something. What about Munchies? Mike, our buddy Mike A wants us to do Munchies so fucking bad. And quite honestly, I agree with Munchies him. or Munchies Strikes Back? Well, in the vein of fucking the horror show, let's just do the sequel without ever fucking talking about talking about the first one. Um, wait, I'm is Munchies? With, I'm down with Munchies. Oh, there's a family movie called Munchie, which is fucking disturbing looking. Wait, where is Munchies Strike Back a real thing? Wait, am I, am I thinking of the wrong? Oh, thing? you're thinking of the wrong Munchie. That's Munchie. I'm thinking of the family movie. Yeah, you're thinking of the family movie. And I just found Munchie Strikes Back. <laughs> That's the most insane cover. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> can we I, just can we just do Munchie Strikes Back, dude? I think I. 
Dude, isn't it directed by the guy at the chopping mall? Is that that is that true? <laughs> I feel like it is. Do you want to do Munchies and Munchies Strike Back together and like just kind of like not go detail on it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just looked it up Jim Wynorski. He did it. He did both of them? He did Munchie Strikes Back. What 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 was this guy fucking doing? Wait, no, yeah, and he did the first one too. <laughs> and he did he did Chopping Mall. He he's the guy that did uh, the Bear Wench the Bear Wench movies, right? Oh my god, he did the witches of the witches of Breastwick. Oh wait, <laughs> I forgot about this guy. This guy had all those weird yes. This guy had all those weird pornos in his fucking witches repertoire too. He like so unclever. <laughs> The Bear Wench Project 2, Scared Topless. <laughs> the Hills of Thighs. <laughs> oh, dude, Busty Cops. For, for some reason, we had this channel in our freshman year of college that would... <laughs> it was it was just like a normal channel that yeah. came with the college package, and it would always stream the Busty Cop movies. <laughs> I think this guy had a good idea, which was like, he just directed, like, he just started directing porn and people probably like, because he made normal movies, they were like, yeah, just put that on there too. Like, <laughs> Bust- although the name Busty Cops wouldn't slip through that way. Dude, he's got... Busty dude, he, Cops to go to Hawaii. <laughs> he was making movies in fucking 2018. Cobra Gator. <laughs> How did he make Cobra Gator in 2016 and 2018? <laughs> One must be a short. Then, for some reason, Joe, this guy's not making shorts. (laughs) He made a dog gone Hollywood, which is a children's film about a telepathic dog. It's a sequel to a dog gone Christmas. Piranaconda. Piranaconda was the uh, follow up to Busty Coeds versus Lusty Cheerleaders. (laughs) And prior to that was Camel Spiders. He's a fucking maniac. <laughs> should we get should we get him on the show for munchies, dude? Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, yeah. And I honestly might. Oh, is he alive? He looks like shit. We have the same birthday. <laughs> so let's hold off. Can we really can can we hold off on Munchie? I, I'd really like to do Munchie, and I'd really like to talk to him because I think he's accessible. <laughs> Yeah, agreed. Yeah, let's let's do some research and choose a movie. But. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll pick a different movie and um, we'll we'll get Jim on the on the horn. He's in Long Island. So, I'm sure he has nothing to do. Look what he does with his spare time. <laughs> Good for him, man. Good for him. All right. Dude, wait. Can I? I'm just gonna say one more because like it's never ending, right? Like you just look through the list; it's nonstop. Par- <laughs> he did a paranormal activity knockoff. Paranockers activity. <laughs> dude, dude, dude. dude, the Breastford wives. <laughs> dude, instead of Cloverfield, oh cle- cleavage field. Dude, the the, the Da Vinci Coed. <laughs> That's brilliant. I fucking love him. This is fucking so ridiculous. He goes by multiple names, uh, pseudonyms that he works under. Yes. Uh, J. Andrews, Arch Stanton, H.R. Blueberry, <laughs> Tom Papatopoulos, <laughs> and Noble Henry. Tom Papalopoulos. <laughs> 
right. We got to end this. All right. So we'll post something Wait, on. There's a documentary called Papatopoulos, and it's about Winorski's pseudonym that somebody else made. Oh, my God. About the, oh no! It's about the making of the witches. About the breast making breast. of the witches. Breast. <laughs> it's like a nightmare documentary. All right, we we might need to do like a month long thing, right? Here's shot, my plan. Shot. Here's what I'm going to try. No. Here's, my, here, here's my pitch. Ready? And I don't know if we can make this happen, right? But we talk to Jim. Here's my here's my goal. We get Jim. You and me just interview him one on one. We go as long as we can, right? Get as much content as we can. Go through his career, kind of. Then we do a month of his fucking movies and shit and just like talk about them and then insert parts of the interview throughout the four weeks. Okay. That's my pitch. That's probably not going to happen. None of this is going to happen. And we'll just end up, I'm too lazy. We'll just fucking talk to him. Fucking throw it on the show. (laughs) All right. Um, All right. So we'll pick a movie for next week. Um, if you want to throw out some suggestions, you know, shoot us a message on uh, Instagram at I hate horror, or you can email me at Sean at I hate horror.com. Um, the, the pre-orders are coming soon. I'm sorry. I didn't get it done this weekend. My Sunday was shot recovering from the live show. <laughs> I was going to launch it this weekend and uh, I could not function. So that, that did not happen. So I'm, I'm hoping next weekend I'll launch um, the pre-orders, but a lot of you have already joined Go to store.ihatehorror.com, join the mailing list, and I will email you as soon as it drops. We are going to do t-shirts, pins, and uh, talk to my guy, sweatshirts. We're going to do sweatshirts, a limited run of sweatshirts, and that is going to be pre-order only. There will have a limited number of shirts after that, and the pins will have a limited number after the pre-orders. Um, but sweatshirts are going to, when they're gone, they're gone. After pre-order, they're gone. So if you want a sweatshirt, um, they're going to be just crew necks with the new design on it. Um, make sure you go to store.ihatehorror.com and sign up for the mailing list there. Um, and uh, you'll get the email as soon as I launch the, the site. Um, and that's it. Um, like I said, Instagram.com slash IHateHorror, Facebook.com slash IHateHorror. Um, what else, Joe? What else do we got? Um, do we have to plug anything else? Oh, Patreon.com slash IHateHorror if you want to get the bonus episodes. The live shows, dude, the live shows are so much fucking fun. Um, and yeah, and then, and then that's, and then that, that's all I've got. Joe, what is your Instagram tag? Boognish1985. Say it, the boog. The boog. I like that people refer to you as the boog too. Like sometimes they'll message <laughs> me and be like, oh, send this to the boog. It's <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Um, all right, guys, that's it. Thank you all so much. And thanks for everyone that joined the live show. Oh my God, it was so much fucking fun. Um, can't wait for January's, um, and, and it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a blast. And February, I move into my new house. Uh, we will, we, I will have a studio for the show. So maybe, uh, Joe and I can do a Covingus, uh, precaution live show from the, from the studio in person together. Um, like a real live show. That would be wild, huh? That'd be nuts. That'd be wild. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, that's it. So, uh, for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Thank you. No, I fucking, how did I fucking, this is a, I think it was like the first time I, I was like, in my head, dude, I was like, wait, do I say thank you? And I panicked and said it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, say it again. Blame it on, blame it on the tiredness. Say it, say it again, goddammit. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> I got a bit of
Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced. The monster. 